What Not the Podcast, Friday, January 20th, Year of Our Lord 2023. Pastor Wolf Mueller here in Washington, getting ready for the March for Life, which will be fun. Try to grab some audio from that. Uh, here's a few little thoughts first on uh, how suffering actually strengthens our hope. Answering a question about evangelical churches with multiple uh, campuses. What do I think about that? A thought from Pastor Goodman getting ready for the march. Hopefully this is helpful and fruitful uh, for you all today. Uh, here we go. Paul says that we rejoice in tribulation, that we, yeah, I think that's it, Romans 5.5. 5. We rejoice in tribulation, and why is because tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and character produces hope, which is marvelous, because the devil attacks our hope through suffering, but the Lord flips it around, spiritual jujitsu, and uses our suffering to strengthen our hope. But how? And here I could use your help thinking about this a little bit. In fact, I might post a little video asking this question on the Wednesday whatnot to get your comments all in one spot. But I think, I think this happens in two ways, negative and positive. The negative way is that the Lord uses suffering to disconnect us from the world, the flesh, and the devil. To make us, uh, to discomfort us in the world, to discontent us with the flesh, or maybe even disgust us with the flesh, and to cause us to disdain the devil. And so this distance that suffering drives between us and the sinful world and our sinful flesh and the devil and the demons is a very helpful thing because the, the, um, the, the, the world is like a tumor that wants to wrap itself around our heart and so it needs to always be pulled apart. It also helps bind us to those things which are to come, the new heaven and the new earth. It, it helps us to store up our treasures in heaven and where our treasures are, there our heart is as well. And so suffering uh, redirects our focus for the days when all things are made new uh, by the return of Christ in glory. And I think in that way, uh, suffering through patience and through patience and character results in the fruit of hope. I'd love your thoughts about that as well, if, that, if you think that works out. Gary has a question about churches with multi, what is that called? Multi, mini campus. Here, I'll just read it. Hi, how would you address the evangelical church model of campuses that use videos of one pastor of the main campus to preach rather than having a physical pastor preach in each campus? Uh, he, he gives an example. Thanks for all you do, Gary. Uh, Gary's a good question and good opportunity to think theologically because I think most Lutherans have a gut reaction to that, like, something's off about it, but what is wrong with it? What's wrong with a pastor not being at his church? And we think of the biblical example, for example, uh, St. Paul, who's in Rome and is pastoring by letter, the people in Philippi, for example, and we say, what's the difference with a letter versus a video screen, something like that? So let's think theologically about it in terms both of uh, the church as well as 
um, the pastoral ministry. So first, the church, remember, is the, the word and the blood. That's from Revelation 12, that vision of the saints overcoming the devil who's trying to get them. And Jesus says they overcame him with the word of the testimony and the blood of the Lamb. They didn't love their lives unto death. So that, this is really what the church is, the word and the blood, or the place where the word and the blood are heard and received, and the devil is overcome. Faith is created and sustained by the word and the blood. And this is really the model of the liturgy, especially in liturgical churches. What, what, what are the two parts of the service? You have the service of the word and then the service of the meal. That's the service of the blood. And so we gather to hear the word and to receive the body and the blood. The evangelical churches are missing half of that. They are simply the service of the word. They don't have the blood. You can ask them, hey, do you have the blood? And they say, no, we have the wine or the juice or something like that. And it's a symbol. And what that does is it, it frees them up to try to invent new ways to do church. And I think in this way. So if you'd let me, I, I just need better language. I haven't figured it out yet, but. Here's the best I got. There's sort of two different energies to the word and the blood. The word is scattering and the blood is gathering. So the word goes forth, but we gather together for the sacrament. And this is one of the things that became so clear, helpfully clear to us in COVID times is when the church was locked down, the word can go forth, but to, you have to be brought together for the sacrament. And, and those two things are really important. So we, we gather to hear the word, but the word can be recorded, it can be written in letters, it can be published. The scripture itself is an example of how the word goes forth. But we're also drawn together for baptism, the Lord's Supper, also for absolution. So those churches that, that don't have the sacrament, they don't have the blood, they're all just scattering churches. So they're kind of structuring their churches in that way, and so it makes sense for them to have a, this model where the pastor's not even there on Sunday morning. What does it matter? Uh, you, you could even record it and put it there. I, you can hardly tell what the difference would be because they, they don't have that. Uh, they, they're missing half of worship, the, the sacrament and the blood which gathers them together. Uh, and so that's bad. But then further, we want to think about the pastoral ministry. Uh, for that, we have... Uh, Hebrews thirteen, seventeen, which says something like, Obey those who rule over you, for they must give an account. So it's important for us to ask this question is, do you have a church, but also do you have a pastor? And the pastor is not just the guy who talks to you, but who talks with you. The, um, the, the pastor has for you has both a mouth and also an ear. The, the pastor is appointed by God to give an account for all the people under their pastoral care. And that's a fearful thing for the pastor. And I think the fearfulness of that fact, if, ever, if, a, if a pastor does not tremble at the idea that he's going to have to give an account for all the people he has to care for, that's a bad thing. But to recognize that um, that the evangelical model of pastoral care has been to abandon that altogether. So there's a difference between the preacher and the pastor. The preacher is not the guy 
who's actually caring for you, who actually knows you, who's listening to you, who's in conversation with you. We must insist that pastoral care is a conversation. And if that limits the size of our churches, if that limits the so-called success of our ministries or whatever, then, then so be it. So every Christian needs a church and every Christian needs a pastor. It's one of the things that so I've had to wrestle with this a little bit because there's, you know, you, for example, who are listening to this are listening to me on a podcast and we might never have met even face to face. And for me to know that I'm, I'm not your pastor, you're uh, not my member. I mean, unless you go to St. Paul or Jesus Deaf Lutheran Church, but so, but so you need a pastor also. And it's one of the reasons why we, we want to always be connecting people to their churches. So we have a, we have a team of people who helps connect people with churches. And, you, and if you don't have a pastor and you don't have a church, if you go to wolfmuller.co and hit the help me find a church button on the about, it's, or just wolfmuller.co slash find a church, and you put in your email and your zip code, there's a group of people who actually goes and searches for the best churches close by and connects you to the church and the pastor there. That's an important part of it because we, we really need this. So I think this uh, evangelical idea of the different campuses grows out of the their bad ecclesiology, bad doctrine of the church, their bad pastoral theology, their bad understanding of what it means to be a pastor. And so it makes sense for them, but it shouldn't make, it shouldn't make sense for us. We, we have to be gathered for this uh, conversation of the Word of God and for the, the, the getting of the forgiveness of sins. Uh, thanks so much for the question. Uh, Gary, that's a great question. Uh, and if you have questions, wolfmuller.co slash contact. You can send those questions this way. Here's a quick thought from the Youth for Life. We had the devotion from Harrison Goodman this morning. He's content to hire things. and He gave a nice sermon. And one of the most helpful things, he was connecting marching to our vocation. And he said this, he said, We're not here to win, we're here to help. And I think that is a really nice distinction. We confess that Christ has won the victory over sin, death, and the devil. And this, this is the victory, First John says, this is our victory, is the, our faith, which overcomes the world. So the victory is accomplished already. We are not at war. We are here to help. And so there's those who are wounded, hurt, tempted, afflicted, and the Lord sends us to serve. Uh, to bind up the wounds and so forth. And I thought that was a really uh, helpful distinction to have in mind. Thanks for being along for the ride. Wolfmuller.co is where everything is, including a way to sign up for Wednesday Whatnot, which is free and also not free if you want to pay for it, but you don't get anything for that. That's just a helpful donation. Thank you. If you don't want to bother with that, and you're like, well... I want to be helpful, wolfmuller.co slash support, but most importantly, wolfmuller.co slash contact is how you send in more questions. Producer Packer is busy sorting all those questions, lining them up for the podcast, uh, so, so that's really great. So we can see you over there uh, as well. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being along for the ride. Christ is risen. God's peace be with you.